Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A. Hey, the B A Q A. What you say? The B A Q A with Manday. The B A Q A with Tiffany. The B A Q A. Hey, hey, hey! It is time for B A Q A. You have questions. We have some answers. Although we're not your attorney, your financial advisor, your mama, but we are two smart brown girls who know a thing or two about money, career, and business and finance. Um. So ask away. How do we do this again? It's been a minute since. Oh my god! First of all, I totally forgot. We forgot to pick our questions. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have. Yeah, we need to pick our questions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ah, We off schedule for two weeks, and we're like, wait, what? How does this happen? (laughs) Oh lordy, what should we do? Money? We could do money. Yeah, we could do money. We haven't done money in a while. Money in the bank, Shorty. What you think? First of all, can I give you a little update, Mandra? Yes. Is this for the show? Yeah, yeah, BAQA okay, yeah, update. Yeah. So you know how like we talked about, I think it was BAQA, I think it was where we talked about my friend whose grandma got the house, you know, sold the house for like 1.2 million and got the oh, money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, yeah. my friend had listened. <laughs> they were Oh, <mad>. no. <laughs> <laughs> the friend that you were like, I don't think they listened, so let me talk some shit about them. <laughs> that friend? Ooh. Yes. So no, but honestly, they were there, like, they were like, thank you for keeping me anonymous. <laughs> and it, like, honestly, like it was such, it was really great. You know, they were good sport about it. Cause remember I was like, granny be knowing. Cause granny was like, how are you going to manage yeah. wealth and you ain't got no money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, they were like, yeah. honestly, like Tiffany was hilarious, but funny, but also really good advice. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So yeah, cause you know, obviously I'm not gonna talk mess about my friend, but I did say that like, you know, granny's not wrong that she ought to take her time and she ought to really lean into financial experts that this is what they do managing wealth. And that yeah. not that she's rude, not listening to her grandkids, but that, you know, that it, it's okay to give your input, but she's not wrong for saying, hey, you know, let me work with the experts on this cause it's a lot of money. So yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. Cause yeah. when I got the text, I was like, girl, What did I say? What all did I say? So that was a nice little update. All right. We're going to do some money questions this week. We have not forgot about you. You guys really enjoyed the hot seat or whatever. So um, hopefully, I don't know if the next one, next BAQA will be when we have someone in the hot seat. That's when someone outside of Mandy and myself will be in the studio. They get to ask us both questions. If you haven't listened already, the last BAQA, um, I was in the hot seat. Mandy asked me question in the w- questions, and the one before that, Mandy was in the hot seat, and we asked her questions. So we like these hot seat episodes that we'll pepper in to our normal BAQA. But for now, we're hitting up, shaking up the mailbag, and we have a, um, a message from someone who calls herself Susie Carmichael. Name that show. I give you two seconds. Rugrats. Classic. 
So Susie says, um, hello, I have a question for the QA. You always are saying right now, because of the recession, save, save, save. I'm a single homeowner in a rather affordable city and was, am going, um, doing pretty well financially, having about 10,000 in savings. That is until I had roof issues, child. Mm Mm-hmm that basically wiped out my savings. I have barely any debt outside of my home and car and have no issues making those payments on time. I have money automatically going to a 401k and none of that is changing as long as I still have my job. So technically I'm not struggling, but I can't help but feel anxiety not having my savings anymore as it took quite some time to get that much saved. I guess my question is, what is your advice for when an emergency actually comes your way and you have to use your emergency fund? Thank you and love your show. Susie. So what advice do we have for, for the Susie? Well, as I think we're both homeowners um, and I have had, what was the thing that we did? Um, I'm trying to think what it, what we financed. Well, the thing about being a homeowner, I would say, and, and having cash in the bank is depending on your level of like tolerance and where you're at in your headspace when it comes to debt. If you have a secure financial position, like you are employed, you've got savings in the bank, if you're, you know, if you don't want to part with your cash savings and you want to remain liquid, like have that, um, when you're a homeowner, you know, you could look into something like a low cost home equity loan. Um, You could also some, um, a lot of home improvement, like, I don't know, what am I trying to say? Contractors, they offer 0% financing for repairs. Um, You have to go through their system. And I mean, these 0% um, finance, oh, this is what we did it for. We did 0% financing for our HVAC because they offered it. And yeah, we could have come out of pocket and paid the, I forget how much it costs, like 20K. But for us, we were like, let's save that cash for other reserves because we were renovating and let's take advantage of our great credit and have a 0% option. The thing is, you really want to read the fine print because typically they have that classic deferred interest clause, which basically means if you do not pay off the debt before that intro period is over, that they could pretend like you had been paying interest the whole time and tack that on to your balance. So um, yeah, it can really sting. But that's an option. But again, it really depends on like Tiff was saying in the last episode, are you you know, able to pay your bills in full? Like, do you have money um, coming in regularly where you feel like you can take on some debt? If the answer is no, then I kind of feel like that's what the emergency fund is for. So don't feel bad about using it. Yeah, I know it's hard because I love those options that Mandy gave that, yes, sometimes, you know, having cash on hand, especially with what's happening, you know, in the economy right now. And I don't know if you looked at the market the other day, literally, down, she ain't down, cute. down, 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 It's looking crazy. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know, Mandy's suggestion about just so you know, moving forward, if things like this happen again and you have great credit for anyone listening, you know, is there a interest-free way to handle it with that caveat of you better have that money at the end because the people going to want their coin or they're going to tack on that um, that um, interest rate, right? So, um, but ultimately, Susie, you know, your emergency fund is for emergencies. But I mean, if you've listened to Mandy and I for a while, you know, both of us feel very um, queasy about not having savings. And so I can understand um, that feeling. And so the only two ways to like get more money is to spend less or make more, you know? So it might, this might be the push you need to do what Mandy's always preaching, which is girl, when's the last time you got a raise at work? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> time you had that combo about like, because it's still, the job market still leans in your favor. You know, I don't know what industry mm-hmm. you're in, but in general, the job market is leaning in favor for, you know, for the worker. And so it's like, can I make extra work where I'm actually working? You know, I'm not always a big proponent of like side hustle because sometimes you're already tired, you know, but if you haven't gotten a raise in a while, maybe asking for that, you know, are there other expenses that you're like, oh, these are not that serious. I can cut in order to have some, some, you know, um, some excess um, space so I can save a little more. So I would just lean into those two um, things. And then, I mean, I know it took you a long time to save the 10, um, but the fact is you did do that. And I do want anyone listening to know that I, I mean, of course I don't have a crystal ball, but I do know that there is a rebalancing happening, you know, in the economic world globally. That the pandemic had, you know, what'd you say? I said, pray tell, I'm listening. Yes, there's I a need someone to tell happening. me what the hell is happening. Right, <laughs> meaning that like, because of the pandemic, it forced people to, to it. we were already probably heading toward, because that is the cycle of things, ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. So we were already headed, you know, slowly but surely towards whatever down cycle was on its way, just because that's just the nature of things. The tide will ebb and flow, you know, but there was a quickening of that process because pandemic was something, um, you know, out of the, out of an extraordinary event that helped to quicken some of that downturn. And so as a result, you know, choices were made like PPP loans, like, um, you know, um, you not having the mortgage moratorium, the moratorium on student loan. So all this money has been flooded where it was not before, you know, all this grace about not having to pay things. So as a result, you cannot, that's just not the way the world works. It's not the way that nature works that, you know, that nature likes to be balanced. And so there has been an, a financial imbalance created and so it will balance itself. And so that's what you're going to see coming up. Um, I don't know how long or how strong or whatever, but I do know whether they call it recession, whatever or not, something is happening now. We can feel it. You know, people can see how things cost more money. You can see how the market is, you know, has hit this huge downturn, um, especially most recently. And so knowing that, I just want everyone to prepare. Like, Prepare. One of the best ways to prepare is to have excess money on the side. So we all need a little emergency savings, you know, um, prepare by looking at our budgets to say, you know, if, if I had to, you don't have to do it now, but if I had to, what could I cut if I had to, you know, to me having just even just mentally preparing and saying, you know what, if I actually had to, I could cut this, this and this and free up $200 a month, duly noted, you know, like, you know what, I haven't asked for a raise. Let me see if I can go get one now. You know what? My my lease is up, and I did say I was going to get a studio because what do I really need this one this one bedroom? Duly noted. So things like that. Like I would just be mentally preparing, and then also just actually preparing for what's ahead because I suspect that the rebalancing is going to be equal to the unbalance that the pandemic created, which means it's going to be a doozy. And so I just wanted people to be, I'm not here doom and gloom, but I am, I am here. I'd rather you be like, whew, I overprepared, okay. Than to be like, oh, I took it kind of light. And it's like, it's it's the great recession all over again. And it's a really, really hard time for lots of us. So. Batten down the financial yes, hatches, hatches, right? Mm-hmm. What even is a hatch? I don't know. I don't even well, know. Well, it's either. a batten. I don't know. <laughs> what is a batten? <laughs> 
<laughs> but like batten your hatches okay if you got them batten them yeah so for me i think and this is why i did a whole workshop on like recession proofing your career because it goes hand in hand with your finances too but whatever you can do and i think her advice she's looking for too is like so i've had to do this so how do i what do i prioritize now and i feel like what you're saying is prioritize rebuilding that cash fund you know, as much as you can, as quickly as you can. And hopefully you can do it a little bit more quickly than it took to initially build it. You can do that by, like Tiffany said, looking for ways to increase your income or, or cutting other expenses. But yeah, it does make sense to prioritize building that emergency fund back up as, as soon as you can, um, because that does give you like financial protection. And then what kind of steps can you take career-wise to put yourself on track for more or higher earnings? I mean, in one career move, in one job move, if you negotiate a $10,000 sign-on bonus, you could have that money back. Girl. That's the beauty of quitting your way rich, okay? Mm-hmm. And okay. believe me, I see it happen, so be, it's we happening. We be talking about around these parts. We don't just be talking about it. We be about it. Yeah. <laughs> we be about that way. Yeah. But don't feel bad for having to use your fund. Be proud that you had it in the first place, okay? Um, now it's just about rebuilding it. And tell Tommy Pickles and Chucky we say hey. And Phil and Lil. <laughs> Not that girl, Angelica. No, Shiesty. she's a mess. That was the original Karen. Yes. <laughs> Cynthia. Dang, now I got to go find. Where can you watch Rugrats these days? I got to go find it. Homeboy, I'm like, I'm sick of Paw Patrol and Peppa. Let me get some Rugrats in this household. <laughs> Oh, what's Thank our next you, Susie Carr, Michael. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, y'all, and be back with another of your BA Q&As. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, BA fam, y'all know when it comes to financial advice, you have to trust your source. That's why you listen to Brown Ambition, right? And when I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. I've been a longtime fan of NerdWallet. In fact, I almost worked there a couple of times because when it comes to financial experts and writing, they really know how to give you the best reviews of financial products. I honestly wouldn't sign up for a credit card today if I hadn't looked at a review on a site like NerdWallet myself. And honestly, if y'all haven't learned about NerdWallet, you're missing out. And with their help, what could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access, wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms of each credit card issuer apply. Our next question came from someone who'd like to remain anonymous. Let's call her Holly. Holly says, ooh, I love this. Hey, ladies, I'm a serial job hopper. Hey, no shade. My favorite thing to do is quit a job at the slightest inconvenience. (laughs) I've had up to five different jobs in one year. 
I recently started my professional career as an RN, where job hopping is common and encouraged. My first nursing job, I lasted a total of eight months. Now I've just accepted a part-time job with no benefits just to get me through Christmas. My question is, what do you suggest I do with all of the Roths I've collected over the years? Any suggestion on going about getting health insurance? I have an HSA. All in all, what would you tell someone who is essentially responsible for providing providing their own benefits from here on out? Thank Ooh. you. Well, I'll tackle the first part. So, yeah, I don't know if you, well, she didn't say that she has any kids, but anybody with kid little ones knows ten bears in the bed and the little ones say roll over, roll over. That's what I suggested you do with those rocks. Oh. Just got. <laughs> it's like, wait, I'm not making the connection. I'm like, I know I had to go around the world. <laughs> So you like, just triggered. I'm like, where's Rio? Because that's <laughs> his one of his favorite songs. It's but literally like ten Ross in the account, and the <laughs> and the little ones that yeah. roll over. Right. Roll so over. here's the thing. I'm so uh-huh. glad that you have not withdrawn the money um, because you're going to trigger a um, because you're not 59 and a half. So you would trigger a fee, and if you didn't put put that money back, you would also trigger a tax. Well, no. Did she say? Oh, she said she has Roths. She has Roths. Yeah. Okay. She's well, actually, no. Well then you wouldn't trigger a fee. It's only on the money that it's earned, not on the money that you put in there because Roth IRAs are, that's where you have, um, you've put money after taxes into your Roth. So you are allowed to withdraw without the fee and the taxes because, but anything above and beyond what you actually put in. So let's just say it's grown by 20%, that additional 20% you would have to pay um, taxes and fees on that growth. So either way, the advice is still the same, which is, I don't like having all these multiple accounts floating because I um we should, I don't know if we ever put that link where it's like do you have money out there like it's one of those like um search if you have money like right sites. yeah we talked about that I hope I'm yes and so if like not, I searched Mandy and I found two one was Chase Bank they owe me nine hundred dollars for when like my for my house was foreclosed upon I guess there was some balance that I did not get and then also too I had something else from some other bank it was $120 so I say all that to say people be leaving money behind and forgetting that there's money floating and the best way to not do that is every time you you leave to roll it over sometimes you can roll it over at your current job or you could just roll it over like let's just say you have a um like you know you have your fave bank we'll call it you know like um, Brown Ambition Bank, you know? And so like, you know, that's the bank where you roll over, like you have a Roth IRA with that bank and just any place you leave from, you know that you take your bag, you take your your picture frame, you know, of whatever, of your dog at the table and you take your Roth IRA with you. Like, you know, do that rollover. And so, because you don't want to leave that money and forget about it because, you know, as we get older, you know, you have so many other jobs. If you had five in one year, that's a lot of Roth IRAs to keep it, keep, you know, keep, um, keep in your head to remember that you have. So roll it over, sis. Find a place, a home for them and roll it over. I found it missingmoney.com. Yes. There's a lot of Amanda Woodruffs out there. So I'm just going to do this later. Um, (laughs) 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 All right. So in the second part of her question, any suggestions about getting health insurance? I'm like still getting over the fact that a nurse goes around and doesn't have health insurance. Like like maybe she's a traveling nurse, um, which actually became, and I've got a couple of clients who do that. It's really lucrative. It became super lucrative, especially during the pandemic because there were shortages. There still are. Um, And if you have the life, like if you enjoy that lifestyle, then you can make a big bank being a traveling nurse. Um, So, I mean, I think the best thing to do if you're going to be carrying your own insurance 
license and you don't have um, any other option like a partner or you're under 26 and you can use your piggyback on your parents insurance is to hit up the marketplace, which maybe you've already done. You say you have an HSA, which is a health savings account, which are only available if you have a high deductible health plan. So health high deductible health plans because you have um, a high deductible, that means you have to come out of pocket before your insurance kicks in. And so to counteract that, they allow you to put money in tax-free um, in an HSA account, like a savings account that you can use for those medical expenses. Um, so yeah, I would just go on the marketplace and choose the best plan that works for you. Um, with the new, what is it, the Inflation Reduction Act that was just passed, there were, they extended the subsidies that they had offered under Obamacare, which was great. So if you qualify for subsidies, that would lower um, the amount of your premium on a monthly basis. But um, also, if you're negotiating, I know this isn't like technically a career question, but if you are negotiating your pay, I would factor in the fact that you're carrying your own your own insurance and definitely like factor that in plus 20% when you're negotiating so that you can leave some extra cushion in there to pay for those health expenses that may pop up. Good advice. Yeah. If you guys have questions, we have answers-ish or whatever. Um, you can certainly Are you ask salt them. shakers? <laughs> we can ask them in our DMs um, on um, Insta. You can go to brownambitionpodcast.com and click like the ask us anything or contact button. You can ask there. You can go to brownambition at, G Brown Ambition at Gmail. Um, dot com and just like, podcast at gmail.com mm, i knew it. i was like one of these i'm gonna get wrong <laughs> you've been doing i mean you've been on a roll lately i have look at me anyone who listens to the first couple of years girl of i spoke like, i don't know i spoke like, and mandy like and i'd be like when's she gonna stop so i can interject um <laughs> i don't know for and some don't reason, for, i feel like i feel like in a good mood today i don't know it feels good to be in a good always mood. yeah okay good yeah I mean, you so always that's seem... just random, but I was just thinking that today. I was like, we're extra geekly today, but I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling in a good mood today. So I need it. I've been waking up at 4 a.m. every day the past week working on my damn webinar. I'm Aww. I'm ready. I feel silly. I'm so excited <laughs> though. But um, real quick though, I wanted to tell the people, remind them if you want to be a potential hot seat guest for Brown Ambition Q and A, which means you will be here in the studio, virtual studio with us as a guest. You need to submit your question to our IG. So go to Brown Ambition Podcast on IG, but submit it as a video or a voice note. Okay, so we can make sure that you can articulate. Um, no, no shade. <laughs> you ain't crazy. <laughs> submit your, and we've already got some um, in the DMs, but go ahead and submit them. And one of our producers will be reaching out potentially to have you on the show. Yeah. So if you hear from somebody named Imani, she's our dope producer. Um, that's her. She's so not a scammer. <laughs> she's not asking you about crypto. She really does know us. It's, <laughs> it's legit. It's, it's legit. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see you next week. Hopefully, I don't know if we'll have a hot seat next week, but if not next week, definitely the week after next, you know, because we want to get this party started. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Bye, right, y'all. Until next week. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. And I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host. And I will see y'all next week. 
Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 